Hi there and welcome to the Retail Scoreboard, a podcast presented by the Retail Score. My name's Wayne Rigney. I'm one of the founders of the Retail Score and uh, the data we're sharing today and the insights are based on observations and findings garnered from information that we collect across a very broad range of retailers. The Retail Score manages data from over 100 retail brands in Australia and some of the insights and KPIs that I'm going to be sharing with you are an aggregate of that data. In this podcast, we're going to be focused on what is happening right now within the retail trade in Australia, particularly around the specialty industries. So the retailers that the Retail Score manage are predominantly fashion, accessories, uh, footwear, homewares, leisure, some sporting goods, a big broad cohort of retailers uh, tracking across almost 6,000 retail stores and billions of dollars of sales annually. What I'm going to be focusing on today is, is really three things. A recap of what we thought might happen over Black Friday versus what actually happened. We're going to look into a little bit more about what's happened since Black Friday. And I'm going to share with you some thoughts about what I think may very well happen for the remainder of this um, really important Christmas trading period. So let's get started. In the last podcast, we spoke about how in the lead up to Black Friday, there'd been a significant amount of discounting, some big drops in margins. Retailers were clearly underperforming against their expectations and having to make some serious discounts to clear stock. So what happened in the lead up to Black Friday? We thought there'd be a lot of discounting, an increased amount of discounting, and there was. But there was a big thing that happened that I think is is really worth noting. Firstly, two weeks out from Black Friday, that week was not a good week. We look at sales based on like-for-like sales. So sales and locations, online sites, etc. that have been trading for more than 12 months or at the same point in time last year. Two weeks out from Black Friday week, sales were down over 15%, in fact 16.3%. And that was quite a big drop. And that says to me customers are now very attuned to what's going on in the Australian retail landscape. They are waiting for discounts, they know they are coming, and they're willing to sandbag their spend until such time as those um, discounts um, come to fruition. But what happened next is quite interesting. The week before traditional Black Friday, so this is the week starting the 19th or week ending the 19th of November, was a really good trading week. Sales were actually up on a like-for-like basis, almost 6%. Retailers went early with their, their discounting. Many jumped the gun quite early. Start of that week, you could see big store-wide discounts across a number of retailers. And incidentally, I was over in the US at the same time and Black Friday deals galore, early part of November and mid-November. That translated to some growth, but growth against a lower base because the week before is traditionally a softer week. Black Friday week itself, bit of a disappointment. Like-for-like sales across our store network, the store network of the retailers we manage, was down 4.3%. Now, that was against a stellar last year performance, but still... 4.3% down on a Black Friday week, really, really disappointing. And as we drill into this, you'll see that wasn't the case across the board, but as a generalisation, Black Friday for many retailers did not hit the mark. So what actually happened in terms of retailer behaviour? The key thing is the depth of discount. What is going on with the depth of discount during this period? Well, I can tell you that the week before Black Friday... Average discounts last year were 16% across those thousands of stores. 
This year, 24%. A six-point differential. That's massive. That's really significant. A lot of retailers jumped the gun. In the following week, Black Friday week, average discounting jumped to 28%, up from 26% last year. So I think the, the, the key message is here, people went early and deeper, and even during Black Friday, that deeper discounting continued, but not to such a great extent as it had the prior week. Now, as I said, prior week, there was some growth, but not enough to compensate for the decline in, in Black Friday week itself. Higher discounting, two points higher, that's a big jump in relative terms. So when we think about discounting in, uh, through this time period, I thought it was worthwhile drilling down to see the behaviour of different retailers and to what extent did they discount or take a, make a decision to increase their discount. Approximately 45% of the retailers that we observe actually increase their discount to a greater level than they had last year. And that discount level was approaching 30% on average. So quite a big discount relative to prior years. In other words, the, the retailers that decided to put it up went hard. Around about 30% kept their discount the same and about 25% pulled it back even a little bit more slightly on last year. So I thought that all retailers, a majority of retailers would go harder on the discounting. That wasn't quite the case, but those that did went harder than I suspected. So, did discounting mean you win? Well, not necessarily, okay? Of those retailers that actually increased their discount, so they discounted more this year than last year, around about 60% of them grew, but 40% of them didn't grow. The amount of additional discount that they gave away was insufficient to meet the um, result that they delivered last year. And actually, across the board, okay, 40, you know, of those who held their, their, their discount or dropped their discount, again, of those who held their discount, it was about 50-50. Some won, some lost the last year. Those that actually cut back their discount, a greater majority of those actually went backwards. They didn't grow. So what does this tell us? My main conclusion of this is that discounting alone was not a panacea to hitting your headline revenue. Good product, brand momentum, and a great in-store experience still counts for something, okay? And there's no doubt that those winners probably had good elements of all of those things, and those that struggled to hit their growth number in spite of deeper discounting perhaps haven't got the product mix right, their brand isn't resonating in the way it needs to, or perhaps their customer that they're trying to appeal to is really being more affected by cost of living pressures than others. And I haven't done a full diagnosis of that specific category, um, thinking about customer demographics. And we will get to that, I think, in this podcast series at some point. But what we can say is this. I think youth-orientated, mid-market brands are finding it more challenging than premium brands appealing to the, the higher end of the spectrum, brands that are appealing to the older customer that are perhaps mortgage-free. Um, those ones have tended to perform better during this cycle. So, um, you know, it says a lot about what's important around retailing, the fundamentals of product, brand, service, customer in-store experience still matter even in a Black Friday period.
So how were consumers reacting to those discounts? We spoke last month about value and, and uh, dollar sales versus volume and the incremental spend that you need to get when you discount. So what we thought we'd drill into is average transaction values and average selling prices. When we look at those numbers during this period, and particularly the week before Black Friday and during Black Friday, the average transaction value declined by about 3%. Yep. And the average sell price declined by a similar amount. And so discounting is primarily the driver there. 70% of the Black Friday, Cyber Monday decline can be attributed to the fact that consumers are not buying more, but they're simply paying less for what they did buy. You cut the price of something, it doesn't necessarily mean consumers are going to buy more. And in this market, in a very broad generalisation, they didn't. 4.3% down on like-for-like sales uh, during Black Friday, 3% decline in average transaction value. You can do the math there. It's about 70% of the decline. And again, I think this points to cost of living pressures really playing a big, big part in consumer behaviour. So, tough Black Friday, not ideal. I will say this. Some of the retailers that we have, um, we work with, had a pretty solid November. For some, Black Friday meant plugging gaps that they'd had in their trading in prior weeks within the month. For some, they actually got their noses in front on last year. But for many, Black Friday was a bit of a disappointment. So what's been happening since Black Friday? We're two weeks beyond Black Friday. What's going on? Well, it's pretty much a similar tale. The week starting with Cyber Monday on the Monday and week ending 3rd of December, sales on a like-for-like basis across all channels, down 5%. The week just gone, ending the 10th of November, sales down 6.7%. Another big decline. They are like-for-like sales. Last weekend, I think, was quite a a disappointment versus prior year. Now, it's going to be interesting, and we'll talk about this in a minute, about what that says for Christmas. But clearly, customers have pulled some purchasing forward during Black Friday because the sales declines that we're seeing... You know, those like-for-like declines are slightly more than what we were seeing during the months of September and October. Discounting continues to be higher. The last two weeks, discounting within within the all-channel category is up another three points. So three points on last year. Average discounts are coming down. Last week it was 18%, but this time last year it was 15%. So three points is quite a significant amount. I'll spin that number another way. Discounting is up 20%. Yep, three three points on 15 points, it's a 20% lift. That again shows that for many retailers, that in order to maintain sales momentum, they're continuing to run offers. They've got a clear stock, they need to recycle their stock into cash to keep the momentum of their trading through the period. And when we look at that cross-channel, what we're seeing universally is that all channels are struggling. Now, during the Black Friday period, online actually 
really had a, a great kicker. And particularly the week prior to Black Friday, online did really well. Interestingly, outlet did really well during Black Friday as well. So the, the, the DFO type um, setups, those outlets did really well during that period. But last week, most channels were down with the exception of um, online. And the week immediately after Black Friday, all channels were down. So the decline is universal on a like-for-like basis. And to me, it suggests that it, it doesn't matter what the channel is, the customer is being naturally cautious. So what does it mean for the trading period from now through to the new year? 10 days of Christmas, Boxing Day sales coming up. I think there's going to be a lot of nervous retailers out there. There'll be a lot of fingers and toes crossed waiting for the customers to come back in and spend like they have done traditionally for many, many years. I'm not so sure that we're going to see the results that many retailers are hoping for. I suspect the customers will be running late um, into Christmas and we do have one more trading day in the trading week on the Life for Life weeks um, because Christmas falls on a Monday this year, which always helps on a Life for Life cal uh, calculation. But having said that, I think customers are all feeling the pinch. I think there'll be a more conservative approach to Christmas gift giving. And I think that the response from the retail community will be to discount early. I suspect we will see a lot of pre-Boxing Day um, offers and sales occurring in the last few days of the Christmas trading period. I think it'll be a bumper time for consumers around Boxing Day. I suspect you'll see you'll be getting many texts and alerts on Christmas Day telling you about Boxing Day sales starts now. And uh, customers will be finishing their turkey and then diving online to, to buy a dress or a skateboard or whatever it is they're interested in. And I think that discounting will continue heavily through to the new year and beyond. I think it is going to be tough. I suspect average sell prices will fall. I expect transaction values will continue to struggle. And I think that um, the big impact is actually going to be on retail margin. I wish I had better news. But the trends that we're seeing right now are being pretty consistent for the last four months, and that can only bode for a, um, a tougher Christmas than perhaps we've had in many years. So whilst that message is, is, is a little bit doom and gloom, the fundamentals of retailing and good retailing still remain. Retailers need to be diligent on their wage and variable costs. Retailers really need to focus on the way they communicate with customers through this period. I'm sure there's a lot of finessing of next year's plans. Okay, we try, we work with a lot of merchandise planners. I, I often say I think it's the toughest gig in town, particularly in a booming market, but even more so in a market that's tougher. And so I think there'll be a lot of refining of um, merch budgets for the, uh, the, the, the post-Christmas period. And I think that if you've got good product and you've got a good brand momentum, then actually customers are still willing to buy. They're just going to be more um, selective in what they do. And to that extent, um, marketeers need to roll up their sleeves and really communicate that offering through this cycle. Um, store staff need to be encouraging customers to put that one extra item into the basket. Retail operations managers need to be getting their, their variable costs right, particularly their labour costs. And um, executives need to, you know, recognise that last year was an exceptionally good year and that maybe a few percent off is not a bad thing. 
And I actually had a meeting with an executive yesterday who said that very thing. He made the comment that, well, we're off a little bit, but hey, last year was a bumper year. And who, you know, you can't have those years every year. And I think to some extent the industry needs to accept that, yep, this isn't 2022 post-government bailout money and huge amounts of pent-up demand. This is back to a more normal environment. And to that extent, yes, customers are going to be more selective in what they do. And the retail industry simply has to adapt to that. I'll leave it there. I hope you all have a great trading period. I'll leave it there. I hope you all have a great trading period. Uh, We'll continue this podcast in the new year. But until then, Merry Christmas.